Welcome to Decadent and Depraved, the Kentucky Horse Racing Podcast. My name is Duncan. As always, I'm joined by Alex, Jacob, and John Mark. Doing things differently uh, again this week. We're just going to do a brief intro and summary of the Tampa Bay Derby, and then we're also going to get into the Louisiana Derby and the uh, Jeff Ruby Stakes out at Turfway. So if you're interested in either of those races, those are going to be separate podcasts. Go check those out. But Hey, look, we called it on the Tampa Bay uh, two weeks ago. Tabby Price came in hot and uh, couldn't be denied there at the end. Yeah, that was a extremely impressive run, all things considered, because that horse was dead in the friggin' water, even at the you know final quarter pole. Uh, he was off the screen halfway through it. It was extremely impressive ride by Louie to be able to get him home. Um yeah, you know, we all called that. We all hate picking chalk, but that horse is just clearly better. Well, there was one of a one of the four of us that didn't pick. Yeah, I was gonna say thank you. Yeah, and he ended up picking the second place. Yes, course, that so. classic car wash came in. Actually, both of the classics. You couldn't have gone wrong with that classic car wash, classic legacy. We, I mean, it was really impressive to. I mean, thirteen to one, the payout was uh, you know one dollar exacto paid eleven bucks. So and we surprisingly surprise. <laughs> I'll take it. With Tappet, uh, Trice, I mean, that's that's pretty good payout. Well, we said those three horses, and maybe you could throw in potentially Groveland or Prairie Hawk, I'm pretty sure. Prairie Hawk actually yeah. ended up rounding out the Super, but if you just bet uh, Classic Legacy, Classic Car Wash, and Tappet, Trice, that 50-cent try paid $23.80, which yeah. isn't bad for three favorites. I, I was about to say, a $24 payout with, with that. I think that shows a lot of people had Classic Legacy coming in second in that race and not, not third. I'm still upset uh, Mikey Bananas didn't come in, though. I know. Uh, he plays second. He's done. Third to last. Yeah, he's a lot. Yeah, yeah. This is his only run. We did a lot of hating on Dreaming of Kona and ran an OK6 there. So shout out to the Speed family for getting that done. Uh, but yeah, all in all, I think Tapatrice walks away from that race. Clearly the best. Uh, none of these other horses are going to run in the Derby. And we'll see where he goes from here. Uh, if they get a hot, contentious pace in the Derby, this is one you throw underneath for sure because you know he's going to come flying. I could definitely see him come flying. Yeah, he has the build for it, and uh, if, especially if Luis Saez kept on him. And Todd Pletcher will probably play this right. I don't know where he'll race next or if he does, but he would be a horse to watch. I think I read they may ship him up to Keeneland and run in one of the either the Lexington or the um, – what's the other one? Bluegrass. Bluegrass, sorry. Yeah, um, opening weekend Yeah, Keeneland this year. It, so be interested to see that – also, hot take, I don't think a great horse could ever win the Derby, and he's gray, so... Really? Take that for what you may. Wow. Hot take, yeah. Uh, has a great Interesting stats. I don't know if the if gray horse has ever won. I'm just saying, I've never I seen it. I feel like a gray horse has won. Yeah. I can't think of one in recent history. But I do like that he, we even mentioned that two and three that were very similar horses, and then them to come second, third. Uh, so, yeah, Tappa Trice looked like the best horse. All right. But. The Googles have spoken. Eight gray horses have won the Derby okay. in, its, in its entirety, and Giacomo at fifty to mm-hmm. one was the last one to win in two thousand five. Me and yeah. Alex's first Derby ever. First yeah, yeah. Giacomo of a special place. Have you ever seen that? Uh, Mike Smith had a great run. What's his name? Ken Rudolph. That video of him where he picked Giacomo on TVG set. Uh, Prior to that race at fifty to one, he's going I have seen nuts. That. It's such a cool yeah. video. Oh yeah, he's that just, whole ride. That it's whole so bit, cool. Yeah. Because in that video, don't they have a cut to where like he the guys are like, "What are you talking?" Yeah, about? they're like, like "Why are you talking about Jacobo?" And then he's coming down the stretch. He's like, "Yeah, yeah." He's literally standing up, like whipping the program, looking like a degenerate. Everybody's saying. Everybody's been there once or twice. If you're a true avid horse player. 
you've been there. Nothing better than that special hit when you call it against all odds type thing. Yeah, no doubt. Wait, was it mine that bird, the other 50 to 1 that won? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a Was it Animal Kingdom like 50 to 1? She's like 20 20 something. Okay. Yep. I yeah, thought I remember 28, 27 to 1. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I honestly thought the days of long shots winning the Derby was going to go away with the way they structured the point system now and all the qualifying races. And then yeah. fucking, we have Country House come in. Uh, Great know, strike. Yeah. Great strike. The craziest of finishes. I know. That maximum security DQ will go down in infamy with that Country House win. It shows how important it is. And you have to have a tad of luck as well to have a good ride. Yep. Like, it's not necessarily even the best horse always wins the Derby every year. It's the best ride. So, cheers to that. So, yeah. Well, anyways, moving on from the Tampa Bay Derby, I, you know, I, Tabit Trice is going to be in the field, but I don't, I don't give him too much of a shot uh, no. moving forward. He's probably maybe C or D choice for Todd Pletcher, you know, with all his I, barn. I want to say watch out for those classic boys in, like, some stakes races in the future, though. Mm-hmm. Like, those are going to be, like, some horses to watch out, though. 100%. Not in the Derby, obviously, but maybe even Derby Day. Maybe yep. Control. So, there are two additional races this weekend we're going to discuss real quick uh, that we either A, aren't extremely educated on, or at least I'm not, uh, or B, they're only worth 50 points. So, we've got the UAE Derby over at Maiden uh, Racecourse over in Dubai. Uh, that is a grade two, and it's a million dollar That one's actually purse. 100 points, I believe. Uh, it is 100 yeah. points. Yeah, that one is. And then I was going to say the Sunland Park Derby uh, down in New Mexico is a 50-point race. So... We're going to briefly touch on those. Uh, I don't have any necessarily scolding hot takes. It's also hard for me to really understand a lot of some of these foreign horses uh, over in Dubai, but there does not lack any talent in that race because there's a bunch of it. No, not at all. And we're even still leaving out a, what, 40-point to the winner race in Japan. In Japan. Like the you derby fuckaroo i think yeah yeah that makes sense but every year i feel like we get a foreign horse japanese horse that gets entered into the derby and it's like the talk of the town type horse in the backside that week and then Mm -hmm. ends up coming in 17 and that's not even a diss on japanese racetracks but like you you laid this out to me one time where you were like okay imagine you're a horse you get shipped from japan oh yeah all the way over to the united states and you just like Get let out to go win this race, like it's not realistic. No, like it's not. No, it's, no, it's no. not. Like it's different. Gold Dolphin having a horse born and raised in Georgetown, Kentucky, exactly. yeah, racing at Keeneland and having it in Dubai. Same way, Tabo's a great horse didn't necessarily show up when she shipped to UAE. So. so, talking about the UAE Derby, though, the one thing I do want to note: there are three American shippers that are going over and running in this. You've got two of them trained by Doug O'Neill, one of them uh, being the uh, two-horse IGs. The Tyler Gaffley And that is owned by Mark Davis, who I believe it's Mark Davis, the owner of the Oakland Raiders. uh, Sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, who owns it with Gaffley on a board. And then you've got the number 12 horse, Tall Boy. It's Calumet Farm, uh, Doug O'Neill as well. And then you got Worcester, or Worcester. uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Bobby B., uh, that horse is not eligible for the Derby due to being a Bob Baffert trainee. So uh, maybe a little prep race there for him in the Preakness or the Belmont. Interested to hear if you guys have any hot takes. I've got none. Uh, five to two morning line favorite Cairo, Aiden O'Brien. My yeah. hot take is no American horse wins this race. 
Agreed. It's going to be a Japanese horse. I was going to bet a try on the American horses, but I don't. I think that. Look, <laughs> I don't blame you, but I think it's a waste of money because USA. look, you, no, but look, your thing is number is the number seven Go Soldier Go an American horse, but it's no. just owned under. No, it is not. Um, it was sorry. It is. Yeah, it was bred in Kentucky. Um, That's American as you get. Right yeah, there. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't see anyone from. Uh, However, Arabia, has done yeah. nothing but train and run over at Maiden Racecourse, Med- Medine, Maiden. Okay, Medine, gotcha. So, it, so it's bought by one of some yes. European. If you remember, though, the Dubai World Cup, the Japanese horses dominated that. And Tyler, another thing about that is, uh, well, that's true. But Tyler Gaffney also went over for that. What's his? Is he got like? Yeah, some... he's he's on the two. Uh, he he's got some. Mount, he's got a mount in the uh, the actual Dubai World Cup. And for those of you who are not avid racehorsing fans, this is the wealthiest day in horse racing uh, of the year because later in the day on this card, you've got a six million dollar purse race in the actual Dubai World Cup. That is a twelve million dollar purse race, uh, which is pretty freaking astounding. Um, I'm scrolling down here to see. I can't remember who Gaffleone is aboard uh, in that race. Uh, yeah, I didn't recognize a few of those, but uh, see, I'm gonna have to go with Super Corriento. I remember betting on him one random day at Gulfstream Park. I think it was the undercard of one of the races we were covering down at Gulfstream. So at thirty to one, and I love Hector it. Barrios is still on him. I'm taking that for sure. I, I absolutely love it. Sorry, and I was wrong. Gaffleone is aboard nobody in that race. Um, He's but, on G Unit in the next race. In the next race. So, but I'm looking uh, nice. I'm yeah, looking country grammar nice. at country grammar at two to one in that in that yeah. Um, but in the UAE Derby, everybody want to give a pick real quick. Uh, I've heard really good things in my reading. I, I, you know, I'm watching it with my own two eyes on the three Cairo. Ryan Moore. Aiden O'Brien's always got a, a dark horse coming into the... Uh, this is Sorry, this is for the UAE Derby, not for the, the World Cup. Uh, gotcha. Aiden O'Brien, Ryan Moore, dynamic duo. Uh, he always brings in a decent decent little shot uh, into the Derby. And 5-2, to two, obviously not taking a huge shot here. But I, I think I like what, what the horse has done. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Derma Sotagache, uh, which is a <laughs> Japanese horse. Um, I wish I could pronounce the owner-trainer... Or any of that, but he is morning line ten to one. I like that, and I like these Japanese horses. Also, uh, he was in that uh, Saudi Derby a couple weeks ago, which was a one point five million dollar race, and he came in third. So, him going off at morning line ten to one, especially with some American horses that are going to get bet. I really like his odds. Yep, I'm going to go with Tyler Gaffleone. I'm just going pure, just what I know, and that's number two. OG Aji is. I'm with you guys. I don't know much about the race. Um, oh, geez, Rick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know much about what with, with the like competition the that we're up against. So, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, bet my birthday, bet Tyler Gaffleone. Um I'm on it. I like it. Yeah. What race are we on? The nine? No, sorry. We're on race five. We're on race five. Race five. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I will go with Cole Soldier Go, the number seven. Yeah, I like 15 it. 15 to one. I yeah. like it. I like the, I like the pick. Sorry, Jacob's such a gambler. He's like laying. No, he's I'll he's finding the value for later in the game. Like, surely we're doing the golden Shaheen, right? No. Yeah. I will say one last thing uh, about that pick from Alex over there. Ah, geez. Uh, ran on turf its entire career until last time out. That's and good had not <laughs> been winning. No, but then what? Look, it's last time out on this race course on the dirt, won by two and a quarter over some really really good uh, competition. Good. So, See, I like that pick. He's stepping right. up. 
We'll move on. We're not going to spend too, too much time on this one, but we got the uh, Sunland Derby, which is at Sunland Park in New Mexico. Uh, they're going to mile an eighth. It's for three-year-olds, obviously. It's a grade three, $600,000 purse, which here's my hot take on this that I almost uh, ruined in our conversation before the podcast, but I bet this track gets more handled today or that on Saturday than they do the entire year in terms of the, the amount of money rolling through there. Sure. Because... I, I'd never heard of Sunland Park until today. No. To, to be honest, I'm pretty sure I would have to look, but I'm pretty sure Churchill is more. There's more gambled on Derby Day than the rest of the year combined at Churchill. Holy Not combined. Smokes. No man. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. I would have to look that up to verify, but. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, but not to take I mean, away that makes from sense. the Sunland Derby. Take. I mean. New Mexico racing is it's just a little secondary. A lot of California shippers and stuff. You can still get some good horses there. Mm-hmm. Fort Bragg, which from the Bob Baffert barn, the number three horse at four to one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fade. It's Yak Teen now, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With SF Bloodstock. Uh, yeah. I mean, bred for it. Personally, it's going to be the favorite I'm tossing, honestly. So, who? well, who's your uh, horse, though? Oh, all right. Yeah, I didn't know we were going all the way down. My horse would have to be, I don't know. I don't love the, I do, it would be the four at three to one, Henry Q. That's what, I do, I, I like the, I like the number four with you, Jacob. Uh, He might be betting chalk too. He might be the, is the overwhelming favorite? No, no, the overwhelming favorite is number six. six. Yeah. And I almost just lost my mind because I forgot this race is on Sunday and not on Saturday. And I just saw Flavian Pratt is riding the six horse and I was like, hold the hold the phone he's at fairgrounds so how the hell are we running in two races and at two different i mean are we taking a pj across the country and riding another race why not i mean uh, get him, he wants I, to yeah, i mean he probably those, would the, the experience with the horses i yeah. imagine is valuable so um so. anywho but so are you on the four or are you who are you on I'm on the four. On the I'm four. on the four. Yeah, I'm on the four, four as well. I'm gonna get ride on the Henry Q. I, I just like to. He's posting some great late, uh, late speed figures. He mm-hmm. seems to be improving. Um, so I, improving I like improving with late. every race. Yeah, going the further distance in each race as well. Um, I'm gonna have to disagree with Jacob. I'm gonna go with the three four Bragg. I and think Alex, that he's been. Uh... <laughs> you gotta disagree with both of us. <laughs> yeah, both yeah. our picks. Because well, then right. we both took it. Well, yeah. you copied Jacob, so I'm just. <laughs> I didn't. I'll look. Yeah, way to go out on a limb and take Fort Bragg. Go no, on. Good no, job. Yeah, please I'm, tell me how that horse is better. Well, he is better because he's gone up against actual Derby contenders like Practical Move, Carmel Road, uh, Reincarnate. You know, horses that are actually doing something. Um, <laughs> uh, but he's he knows the distance. He's improved every single time. He did have a rough uh, go at it coming in fifth at Santa Anita, but again, he got beat up by Practical Move, uh, Go Rocket Ride, and also Scanner, who I think are great horses. So. I think that Fort Bragg, this is a great race for him to sneak in, uh, get some derby points. Probably doesn't make the field, but I think that Fort Bragg wins this easily. Lost by over easily. 13 links combined in his last two races. But John Mark, who do you think yeah. combined? I'll, I'm going to switch it up here. <laughs> to make your points uh, sound better, yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up here. I'm going to switch it up lot. here. You all you all, you know, kind of are all on the Bafferty. And it's it's hard not to, to pick Fort Bragg here. It really is. Um, we did play win easily. So. I know. I just hate. Bob. I know. I mean, at, I, if you give me play, I know Juan Hernandez is on a freaking heater out west, but uh, give me hard to figure. Speed speed yeah. figure last time out at a hundred uh, came in second to Newgate, who's a pretty damn good horse. And he beat Worcester, Worcester, however the freak you pronounce it, 
who's running the UAE Derby. So clearly he's been up against much better competition. I'm taking him. It's two to one. It's chalky, but we're going to take it. Yeah, I don't disagree. I do want to give a shout out to low expectations out of Nyquist and Uncle Mo. I really like this horse. Just won its last two times out, both at a mile. Was a turf horse, but switched and has seemed to only do better. And morning line six to one with Mario Gutierrez on him out west. I kind of like it. I think that's a horse that people could sleep on. A hundred percent. But the name is so good. Low expectations. Uh, I love that name too. I liked him at six to one. Well, I wish he was higher. But the thing in a six do, horse field, though. Correct. And uh, the thing I do have my doubts on him for is it. Going an extra eighth a mile, a whole another furlong on top of it, I don't know if he can do it. He seems to kind of always taper off towards the end, so I don't know. That's the reason I'm throwing him out at 6-1. to one. I mean, I'll have him under, I'm sure, but... <laughs> <laughs> under the four, Henry Q. you got to hedge your bet. He's clearly the best. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it for our uh, little intro pod. Again, doing things a little bit different this week. We are going to have the Louisiana Derby and the uh, Jeff Ruby Stakes on different podcasts. So go check out either of those if you're interested. Um, yeah, can I also say we're doing that so we don't get as clusterfucked and leave us with a two-hour-long podcast. We're trying to go a little shorter for the boys and girls. So we can give some hard-hitting analysis. And if you're a reader, you should check out kyderbytrail.com because John Mark, our former senior editor for the Ballard High School's newspaper, is (laughs) writing just amazing articles. Like, I was reading one the other day, and I was like, was this like the fucking New York Times or something? Like, It's damn near close to it. I also want to shout out my graphics team, uh, my web editing team, my designing team, my uh, everything team. Shout out to Alex, because this man's on fire with all of his graphics and everything. Go check it out. I try to give decent takes before every week. What we're going to do, though, is uh, if you want to give a listen, we're going to have picks in every race, and we're going to post them on the site. So... If I lose you all your money, don't hold me liable, but... They at least have proof of it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. And you can sue them. Mm. Probably not. Yeah. 1-800-GAMBLER. Please call. Yeah. (laughs) 1-800-GAMBLER. Call my attorney, Alex Hyman. He'll respond. But for real, go check out www.kyderbytrial.com. I think it's... You know, pretty cool. And again, like if you're a reader, maybe you don't want to listen to the whole podcast. I think it's a really, really awesome place just to get picks and kind of get what we're going over that week. But... That'll do it for this episode. Go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KY Derby Trail. That is at KY Derby Trail. Deuces.